what does this offense do well? We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to sack twenty. Is that true? Roethlisberger. Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You have insurance? I do with State Farm. With State Farm? Yes. Explain me insurance. It's basically like it's basically like drafting a, a backup quarterback in the first round. Just in case. So for the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to the Longer Yard Podcast. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrims. Happy late Thanksgiving, but nonetheless. Still counts. Thanksgiving, Pilgrims. Still counts. We're, we're, we're close enough to it. We're counting it. That's how, that's how it goes around here. That's right. We just make, we make up the rules as we go. Thanksgiving actually happened on the 27th of November on Sunday. Yeah, totally. If you guys totally. didn't know. Totally. I mean, I will be eating some leftovers later today. So yeah, Black Friday is tomorrow, and then Cyber Monday is Friday. This coming week. Yeah, that's how it works. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it. That's, a, that's a, we can make that happen. Um, appreciate you guys uh, being patient with us. Uh, the holiday really threw a wrench in everything. Um, so this is I gonna be a lot of house. So that kind of made things a little difficult. God, Ethan, just ruining everything behind the scenes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a crazy week for us um, as a group. So uh, we had to push back our record time, but we still need to get something out for the people because, you know, that's what we do. This is about you guys ask. You guys ask. And I just, hope they did. We just, we just give the, we supply the demand, man. All right. Look at us. We're, back, we're, we're, hey, we're, we're, we're macroeconomics. Just waiting to happen. Um, we aren't going to do picks this week, uh, at least not on the pod. We released those on Twitter. So uh, if you need to look for us, che- uh, check those out at the Dip Network on Twitter. Um, just for context, though, I will provide last week's, and then we're going to actually do the meat and potatoes. Pun intended. For your foreshadowing right there. Yeah, yeah. Pun intended. Uh, of the entirety of the episode. So, uh, but for week 11, Ethan, you want a nice 15, 12, and one. We did have a Love. push for the uh, Bears Falcons game. Uh, that was a, a spread of three, and Falcons won by three. Um, so we got a push there. That brings you to 168, 155, and five on the season. I'm looking nice, bro. I went 12, 15, and one. <laughs> as all things should be dude every fucking week we literally it's either one of us goes positive and then the the other person is just the complete opposite record just or or one of us literally goes 500 (laughs) oh that's so great i love 12 15 and one so 151 172 and five on the season for myself um i started going through the games uh at the beginning of the of the week uh just so i could actually keep track of like oh how'd i do and I went three out of the first 12. And I was like, it's going to be a bad week. <laughs> but you made quite like quite a turn. I mean, a decent though. comeback. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I did okay after that. But I was like, I just, I see all the red at the beginning. I'm like, 
like shit. And, uh, we uh, <laughs> we are not keeping a good streak going here. Oh god, shit. That's okay. It's all right. We're gonna make it happen. So this you, is the week. And, and, still- and frankly, frankly, this week I have more chances to get wins because we have no bye week <laughs> in week twelve, thanks to all the Thanksgiving games. That's right. By the way, those buys. Were, we have buys next week. So those were those were some good games. We did have some really good games on uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, they were at least fun and close. That's really yeah. all I ask for. Um, I would love to see Detroit win maybe a game. Because <laughs> like in my lifetime, I think there's some. I think they have like a win percentage of like twenty five percent. On is Thanksgiving it, Day games, that's not great, Bob. It's pretty bad. I, I, I'd have to actually do the math, but that also involves me kind of referencing my age, and I don't want to do that either. So that's fine, man. Don't worry about it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so check out Twitter. That's where we have all of our picks, and we'll we'll update you guys how we do on uh, on our next pod that comes later this week. Um, but in the meantime. We're just going to have some fun today. We're going to be riffing right. around. Riffing like, around. We're just going to be talking about some stuff. And we, we, however, we do actually, I almost forgot about this. We do need to talk dog war. We're not, we're not missing a dog war. I got, this is the first time I feel like I actually came, to, came prepared for a dog war. I got, I got, I got five, five nominees, dude. Holy smokes. Yeah, buddy. Five? Yeah, so I mean, I'll do what you do and like be like, this guy just deserves like a mention. You know what I mean? But okay, okay. Five names are getting dropped. Well, if that's the case, I'm gonna let you just dive right in. Oh, okay. All right, all right. We'll do we'll do my nominee first. So I'm giving it to just just give a shout out to Traylon Burks, man, coming back from being gone for so long, giving seven receptions for 111 yards. It's a big yep. game for a rookie. Yep. Um, let's see. And then we got Brett Maher. Dallas's kicker, four for four in field goals, like fifth, like fifty-eight plus, I think, or two of them, and then four extra points. Dude was just automatic in that blowout win to the Vikings. Yeah, I say it's too bad the the the, the, the kicking that he did kind of didn't matter. Yeah, because they won forty to three. But um, good on you, buddy. Yeah, and then we got T. Higgins, nine receptions, one hundred forty-eight yards, huge game. And then I got. My dog award nominees, I got Amon Ross St. Brown, nine receptions for 122 yards and a TD. Oh, yeah. Then we got Tony Pollard, six receptions, 109 yards, two TDs, and 15 rushes for 80. Yep. That boy, that boy is eating, even with Zeke there. Yep. Not looking good for Zeke. It's okay, because... Um... <laughs> You know the meme from The Office where Michael Scott, uh, or well, it's Pam saying to Michael Scott, like, don't do this. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to do this even harder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I saw a version of it where they put Jerry Jones's name above Michael. And I think it was like fantasy owners uh, for for Pam. It's like, don't play Zeke Elliott. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to play Zeke Elliott even harder. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know what? He's not lying. If if Zeke is is able to not like have a broken leg, he's gonna get the start and he's gonna get a ton of touches. It's so true. We actually saw it on uh, on Thursday and he actually did okay. Like I don't he know, did I don't okay. Wanna, I don't want to like rain on him too bad, but it's kind of like you have a clearly superior running back. Yeah. Why are you doing? And this? he's for a significantly less price. 
for now. For now, yeah. Until yeah. until he pulls a Zeke where he like gets this huge contract and then someone his backup just starts like dwindling down at him, you know. Show me the lie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a guarantee at this point, baby. Yeah, it really is. I mean, history. In history repents itself, man. Yeah, exactly. Them's the, the rules. I didn't make them up. I also want to shout out Travis Kelsey. Dude's just uh, he's on another so, level. He's he really is. He's um, fucking insane, dude. Which the wild part to me is that he's like, how old is Travis? He's like 33 or 34 or something like yeah, that. I think he's 33. And he's just now catching up to the stats that Gronkowski had, who oh. retired before the age of 30. It's insane to me. I, Gronkowski's okay. a dog. Okay. I saw, I saw a lot of these. They were like, I saw a lot of those posts about Kelsey, and they were like, is Kelsey the greatest tight end of all? tight end of all time. No. He will be considered one of. Definitely, I think so. I think he'll be considered like a top three, top five for sure. But dude, like yeah, he has more receptions than Gronk and now he has more yards. But dude, Gronk has still has like 22 more touchdowns. And he did it in less games. And less receptions. Like holy shit, dude, Gronk was on a whole nother level. I mean, Gronk was like yeah. a fucking cheat code. If you and, look he at Madden, was, and he was the best blocker between the two by a significant margin. Yeah, and if you look at, dude, Madden, every year he was in Madden, he was like a 99, just no matter what. It was insane. Like, Kelsey is, not that Madden plays a part in it, but I use it as reference. He's he's been a 99 once. Because Kelsey's a 95, yeah. If you you lined up Kelsey, if you, like, change him to the wide receiver position, I bet you he would be a 99 every single year. Because he's not a good blocker, tight end stats go down. Usually, um, not like this past year, but usually Kittle has a higher rating. Because he's a better blocker. Yep. Which is huge, yep. you know? But, yeah, Gronk's the greatest of all time. That's just... But I do love Travis Kelsey. Do love Kelsey. Dude, his, dude, Titans have the best personality, man. I'll say it every time. I mean, think Gronk, Gronk had a great personality. Kelsey does. Kittle does. I mean, it's just... They're just fun, man. We love to see it. Mark Andrews, I don't really... I don't, he doesn't really come out of his shell that much, but I think if we can get him out of his shell... Tight ends are just skinnier versions of offensive linemen. Yeah. And like just thicker versions of wide receivers. No, 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 no. They don't have the same personality. They don't it's, have the same, person- the same personality. Personality-wise, they're oh, just yeah. skinny offensive linemen. That's true. I mean, like, look. Look at Jason Kelsey. A skinny version of him literally is Travis Kelsey. Travis probably has, like, six inches on him, but don't worry about <laughs> it. Dude, Jason Kelsey just put on an album, dude. He's on yeah. top of the world right now. Hey, hey. It's not a sponsor. But guys, go check out the Eagles Christmas album. I think it's called a, a Philly Christmas special, right? Or something like that. I, something like that. It's it's yeah. it's actually really good. Like yeah, the um, one um, Jordan Mylotta. Jordan Mylotta. Yeah, he can sing, man. Dude, he's actually he's, like good. He's got some fucking some pipes, man. He can. Yeah. He he took off on the one song I've seen it, and you just see Jason Kelsey going like. Yeah. And Jason Kelsey's eyes like, just get everyone. Their eyes go huge, and you're like, "Holy shit!" You're like, "There's no fucking way this guy's doing that, dude." It's like, great. He's like six six, three hundred and twenty pounds, and he's like, he's he's bringing he's bringing the the vibes. He's bringing the vibes, dude, bro. It was so great. Um, also, I, I you may not like this. I got to nominate Jimmy G. Twenty twenty nine, two hundred twenty eight yards. Four touchdowns and a blowout win on Monday Night Football against Arizona. He was he was feeling himself. Jimmy G was feeling himself. He's going to go to another 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 basketball game courtside. About forty chicks are going to come up and say hi again. You know, 
<laughs> Can they? I would go up and meet him just because he's so good looking, you know? He's, he's a handsome fella. There's really no doubt is. about that. He's a, he's a handsome fella. Also, uh, shout out, not a, I don't have an official nomination, just want to shout him out. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, seven for 141 and two touchdowns, including the game winner. Um, that was a cool game winner too. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> there, there are some lingering jokes about um, his uh, pushing of the, uh, of the cameraman that I've stuck around. I, I wish I could remember some of them from this. Uh, that, Cause I thought there were some this week, but I was just like, but I feel like he, I, I, in his credit, I do feel like he's cleaned some, he's cleaned himself up a bit. Like he's, yeah, he has. he's, he's buttoned up. He's kind of like, no, see, I'm just, I'm just here to play ball. Yeah. He got this. And he's balling out, dude. Yeah. He's been, he's been he's so good. I mean, I know some people were like, do obviously anytime a superstar leaves a superstar quarterback or something like that. And they go to another team. They're like, is he still going to be a superstar? You know, like Tyreek, you know? Yeah. Him and him and Adams both are like, yeah, we're still fucking amazing. Okay. We're good. Don't, you, don't yeah. you worry about, don't, don't you, you worry, worry boys. About. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's, uh, let's, we're not going to necessarily run through games, but I do want to, um, I do want to point out some things that have moved around in the standings, like commanders. Who's our dog award winner? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's got to be Pollard, right? Yeah, it's got to be Pollard. Okay, okay. He's been in like the running for I think two weeks in a row now. Like, I was gonna say, did we have has he won? I don't care if he's won. Like, I'm not gonna not, not let him win if he's. I remember multiple weeks of of good stuff. I just was curious. I was trying to remember if he. Uh, I remember we nominated him with against Dante Foreman, but since he's has Dante a higher yeah. expectation and standard because he is a better back. We gave it to Dante. You are correct. You are correct. So Tony Pollard is our week 11 Zach Wilson dog award winner. That's right, man. Congratulations, brother. And on that note, we're going to literally filter directly to Zach Zach Wilson. (laughs) This isn't called the Zach Wilson dog award because Zach's a dog of a football player. It's because Zach's a dog of a off off the field, right? Yeah. Yeah. Off the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we gave it to him. We gave it to him, we gave it to him because, because of his um, rumored affairs. Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged. Alleged affairs. Uh, no, uh, the, the, the Zach Wilson ride might, not officially uh, done, but it might be at its end. He is getting benched, dude. and we're seeing Mike fucking White, dude. Dude, what a name, dude. What a white name, right? <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Dude. Mike White's getting a start this week again. Who do the Jets even play? Uh, oh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is Flacco not available? Let's see here. I don't know the answer. That, so I'm going to find out. In the meantime, riff for me. Um, I was wondering, it's not a good look for Zach. Um, did you see that press conference video where they were talking about the defense and he was like, do you think it was the offense's fault at all? You know, they, they allowed three points the whole game and he just goes, no. And you're like, yeah, dude, you guys, you at, dude, they averaged what two inches per play in the second half. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Like two inches per play is fucking stupid, man. Let's, let's say credit where credit is due. You know, defense is real nice. Yeah. I want to, I want to give him some, I want to give him some love. 
But at the same time, like, yeah, you, you, you're not going to see Tom Brady go up there and be like, no, it wasn't our fault. You're not going to see Aaron Rodgers go up there. Well, maybe Aaron. (laughs) You're not going to see Joe Burrow go up there and be like, yeah, it wasn't me. Like a a lot of the star quarterbacks in the league, they're leaders. They're going to say, we weren't good enough today. And that's on us. Like we got to be better. Whereas Zach is not going to, is not willing to take responsibility. And I I appreciated the sentiment that I saw from um, specifically one guy that I follow that works at PFF uh, named Trevor Sycamore. It was just kind of like when, when the announcement came out that Zach Wilson was going to be benched, he basically said, this just tells me that the Jets got it right at, at head coach. Because yeah. They decided to go with a guy who's not afraid to say, my number two overall pick in the second year of his career, who's playing like dog shit, get him off the field. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, that right there, Zach Wilson had the opportunity to show some great leadership skills, take accountability, take responsibility. You didn't like, you don't want, you don't, you don't, you don't want to play behind a guy like for that, you know, like, yeah, I'd rather like, you'd rather play for a guy who's like, who's going to be a leader, help fucking bring the team along to victory and give credit where credit's due and not be like, no, it's not our fault. Or the reason why we won was because of me. No, you don't want that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I only, I know this story and that's why I go, go to it. There's going to be other examples. But I will never forget the idea that Joe Burrow, his senior year of high school, he plays in the state championship game. Throws for like a state record uh, in both yards and touchdowns. I was like five, I think it was like 450 to 500 yards, six touchdowns, but they're one interception. His team loses like 54 to 51 or something like that, or 52 to 56. Like he, he played out of his mind incredible. His team loses because they can't play defense because they gave up over 500 yards on the ground. And he goes up to the podium after the game, the press conference, and he's talking about what happened. He's like, game's on me. I threw an interception. That could have been a touchdown to win us the game. And I don't know. I don't even think the interception was like late in the game either. I think it was just during the course of the game. That's a drive where they didn't get points, and he blames himself for losing that game. That's the kind of leader you want. Not a guy who throws for... Whatever the hell's let me look at the exact stats at Zach. Yeah, he's probably like, awful. He probably um, threw for under 100 yards. Well, in the last two weeks, when you and part of this is accounting for sacks, so keep that in mind. Um, in the last two weeks, the New England uh, defense has given up a total of 87 passing yards when you uh, when you take sacks off of those passing yards. That's, that's insane. Um, against New England, Zach was nine of 22 for 77 yards. No touchdowns, no picks, but I mean, you only had a 41% completion percentage. You sacked four times, QBR of 21.8. Disgusting. Which, by the way, his two games, his two games against New England, he goes 29 of 63 for 430-ish yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Both games, he had a QBR under 26. Good gosh. I mean, it's, I, I think that's the same about Zach, but I think that's also the same about Bill. Yeah. Bill's like, I'm going to own this little white boy. On the field and off the field. <laughs> you know how, how, how Bill feels about white quarterbacks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the that's highest. 
God damn it, Ethan. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, by the way, it's Joe exactly. Flacco is, is active. He is not he is not showing any uh, injury according to ESPN. Man, let old man Joe get to start, man. The, the, the confusing part about that is the best the offense has looked has been under Joe Flacco. Yeah. The, the other side of that is they were losing games. Joe Flacco wasn't winning games as a starting quarterback to start the year. So if they're worried about that, but I think that have a, you could understand why they're not giving it to Joe. But I think that's more of a statement about how the D has stepped up than it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that defense has drastically stepped up since yeah. like the first few weeks. And I think, right, like why not start Joe? It's like you're not in a position where you tank to get a top three pick. You guys have Correct. six wins. So like I would say give it to Joe. Let, let you give your best run. Like I don't know what Mike White is capable of, but – I mean, he's a, a third string, so like obviously there's it might not be that great, you know. Well, he beat the Bengals last year and looked pretty good. Granted, he he won the game last year, dumping off the ball like fifteen times to running backs. Oh, dude, I wish Breesaw was still around. Like, dude, imagine that. Well, game it was Breesaw. it was last year was Michael Carter and Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson was like a fantasy stud that uh, that week against the Bengals, and I was just like, that's disgusting. That would have been nice though, to have because I had. We saw in one league to just have him healthy, get like 12 catches for Mike White. Mm. So I'm so happy I traded him for a lot. <laughs> Especially because he got hurt. It wasn't a bad trade for either of us at the time, but uh, yeah. it ended up being terrible because he immediately got hurt. Anyway, yeah. um, Washington, over 500. We were burying him. Yeah, we were. They're sneaky. Okay, I told, I, I, told, I, was, I told you. Remember how I told you, like when we were doing our playoff predictor, I was like, Baltimore. They, I'm not Baltimore. I was like Washington. They just like they scrap together like seven or eight wins every year, no matter what. I'm like, they yep. just do it. Like they look bad, but they somehow just get seven to to eight to nine wins every year. It's ridiculous. It's really true. Um, and I, one thing I want to talk about here is. Um, the connection between Wilson and Heineke. Um, I don't know if you follow RG3. I think I, about him. I think I saw that. He put together a thread on Twitter where he was talking about, we're, we're talking about Wilson, who's 5-2 and two as a starter, four TDs, five interceptions, QBR 45.1. There's another QB in the league that's 4-1 and one as a starter, five touchdowns, four interceptions, and a QBR 46.4 but we are, we're lauding one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're lauding one and bashing the other. And the, it's Wilson versus Heineke. But the difference is that Heineke is an undrafted free agent out of old dominion who had no expectations. And he's really just there until Carson Wentz probably gets healthy. Maybe that's not true. He yeah. may keep the job because he's, he hasn't been, like earned any, earned his way out of the job kind of thing. Wilson's the number two overall pick. So you have yeah. higher expectations. Exactly. That's that's what it is. It's like you go in the first round, you have high expectations. You go undrafted. Dude, anything you do in the league is gonna be like great job. Like you you did great, you know? Like you, you overcame you really, the odds. Exactly. Like Yep. That's just but, what it is. Like that's 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 not on that's not on people giving praise or bashing Wilson because that that's literally like that's that's on the scouts and the analysis for getting it wrong and valuing Zach Wilson so high and be like, he's going to be one of the best in the NFL. You know, like that's something they just don't pan out sometimes. That's it. You know, especially quarterbacks that where you're taking them based off of tools. You're not there. There are quarterbacks that are going to succeed 
that seem like they have a higher chance to succeed because they've always been really, really smart. Yeah. It never felt like that was the case with Zach Wilson. I don't think he's an idiot. I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be on record. Um, <laughs> it's more just the fact that like Zach Wilson was the number two overall pick because people looked at him and went, he's got a cannon for an arm and he's a decent athlete. Like maybe, maybe he's a Pat Mahomes type and that, cause that's who he was getting compared to. And I was just like, we got to stop doing this. Like stop yeah. comparing people to Pat Mahomes. It's not going to go well. Um, but that was, that was the, the thought process behind him. It's the same thing with this coming draft. Will Levis out of Kentucky. People were like, well, he could be the next Josh Allen. And it's kind of like, Josh Allen is an exception. He's not the rule. So let's not do yeah. this. Like, like you, you don't, you, you're, you're not likely to hit a guy who's just got super, super uh, incredible tools, but isn't necessarily a good quarterback right now. And you're going to actually hit that, that they are going to become a good quarterback. It just doesn't yeah. happen often enough. Um, they got to be developed. And yeah. And I don't know that there's the infrastructure around Wilson when you've got a defensive head coach. And I like the other part of it is I think about who's who are the people that Sala brought o, brought over to his head coach job. There are people within the Mike, um, I'm sorry, the Kyle Shanahan, not Mike McDaniel's, the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. Kyle Shanahan has been good, has done a good job with quarterbacks, but he's not developing quarterbacks mm-hmm. to an extreme level. Like I think about Brian Dable, his his claim to fame at this point is that he developed Josh Allen. He got the yeah. most out of Josh Allen. I think about the the Kyle Shanahan tree. Like he coached in Cleveland and he did a good job, but it's not like quarterback play was incredible there. Mm-hmm. He coached in Atlanta. Matt Ryan was already a, a, already a good player. He got more out of them that, uh, into an MVP season, and that's how it got him the job in San Francisco. Yeah. And then it's like Jimmy G's been, eh? Trey Lance, we don't know what he is. Yeah, he's had, I mean, he's had some bad luck with injuries because he's had to play a bunch of like CJ Beathard and um, Nick Mullins. Like, Eric he Nicole, hasn't exactly but... had superstars at, at or, or or high level projects that he can develop other than Trey Lance, who just can't be healthy. Yeah, like it, we don't. I don't. I don't feel good about the San Francisco coaching tree uh, coming to New York and being a a developmental place for a quarterback. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, you look with um, the Jets head coach, you can tell he's like, he's all about the defense mainly. Like, their defense is solid. And their offense, they have weapons, dude. Like, and they're just, they're not firing. I mean, you've got, although Elijah Moore wants out, but yeah, um, same with Denzel Mims, but you've got Corey Davis, you've got Garrett Wilson, Paul when he's healthy, Carter uh, at, at running back, You've got decent tight ends. You don't have a superstar tight end with not a, not a bad line. line, but you've got and you've got a decent line when everyone's healthy. Like you've got the pieces to be a good team. It's pretty obvious. You've got six wins out of ten games. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're an above five hundred team. You have the pieces. They're being held back by their quarterback. There's yeah. no way around it. They need That's to true. get that right. And the problem is because they're winning they're going to be in a situation where they're not going to be in line to get a young quarterback. So they're going to have to be willing to trade important pieces, whether that's draft picks, players, or both, and go get somebody. Maybe that's an RG, or not RG, uh, um, Jamar, uh, Jesus, Lamar Jackson, words, holy shit. <laughs> it's all right, man. Lamar Jackson, uh, who was a friend of RG3, that's why I was going that way, uh, in Baltimore. Uh, maybe that's Lamar Jackson, because he's going to, 
potentially be out of Baltimore next year because they're not going to pay his fully guaranteed contract. They seem to have made that abundantly clear. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that I don't, to me, if you're going to settle for a Carson Wentz, a Jared Goff, um, a Matt Ryan, if you're going to settle for something like that, just keep Zach and see if you can develop something. Yeah. Out of him. I think like, doing, there's doing no that point is doing just, that. it's just, yeah, it's just basically throwing the talent. Like, yeah, you, you clearly don't want to like compete this year, you know? Yeah. Not that those guys are like terrible quarterbacks, but like they're not quarterbacks who are going to lead your team to a Super Bowl or win your team a Super Bowl. Correct. You know, like it wasn't like Goff led the fucking Rams to Super Bowl. It was that defense. Like, what if, hear me out, what if Geno Smith comes back? Dude. Would that be nice? Dude, that would be cool. He'd look good in a Jets uniform. He was drafted by the Jets. What if they... I don't know if he becomes a free agent next year. What if they sign him a contract? And they're like, Gina, we want you locked in for the next five years. I'm going to find out what his contract is. Don't you worry, buddy. That'd be sweet, man. And Gina is just like a leading the Jets to 10, 11 wins each year. Gina's going to be a free agent after this season. Gina, by the way, Gino, Gino had... This is, this is what Gino's contract is. It's a one-year, $3.5 million contract with only 1.26 being base salary. Damn. Bro, Seattle's getting the steal on him. That man needs to be paid more. I mean, if they're smart, they're already working on, a, on an extension with him. Even yeah. though he is 32, and it'll be 33 next year. You can get four more years out of him. Four or five more years, yeah. It's, he's, he's shown to be worth it, yeah. is the way I look at it. Like, you're in the playoff hunt. So you're not going to be drafting a quarterback. Well, that's not true. You could be drafting a quarterback with the Broncos pick. Yeah, dude, they're so bad, man. Light that team on fire, baby. Broncos country, let's hide. <laughs> Broncos country, let's kill ourselves. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> dude, three and seven. Is that what the record is? That's disgusting. That is disgusting. Uh, for for the sake of, you know, I'm going to pull up. Um, we thought the Broncos going to have like 10 wins this year, man. I mean, like, they still could, but, like, they're, so, they're not going to. So, right now, the Broncos would, if they had their own pick, be the fifth pick in the draft. Dude, Seattle really could walk away with this. I know. So, so top 10, as of, this is probably including the uh, Thanksgiving game, so you'll just have to deal with that, folks. Um, <laughs> Houston has a first pick, and they've, they haven't locked it in. Obviously, there's still more games we played, but they are they are a, they would need to win two games for that to even that for them to even put other teams in play. Yeah. So Houston has the first pick, Carolina second, Chicago third, Vegas fourth, uh, Denver's pick going to Seattle for, with the fifth pick, the Rams pick going to Detroit for the sixth overall. Cleveland's pick going to Houston for the seventh overall pick. Uh, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to bring it sorry, up. Sorry. Uh, Jacksonville has the eighth pick. Pittsburgh has the ninth pick. And then New Orleans pick going to Philly for the tenth pick. That's so insane. The Phillies, the Eagles have a fucking top ten pick. Yeah, they're nine and one and they still have a top ten pick. You know what's crazy? Jesus. Is New Orleans winning that one game last week? It took Eagles pick the, the, of theirs from four to ten. That's how tight it is at the bottom. The the Eagles are probably like, fuck, dude. Like, we just dropped six spots. Like, that fucking sucks. It'll change. 
But still, you'd be like, man, we right now we get the fourth pick. That's fucking dope. Well, they're also benefiting from the fact that they don't need anything. Like the the reason that they would want to be up in the top with no trade away that pick is to get a quarterback. So at this point, you you can just be like, okay, I'll just go get a really good player and play for my team. Cool. Thanks so much. Dude, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, say, if the Eagles finish with the fourth pick, right? They're like, hey, guys, we know you really need this guy. So, like, give us your first rounder for next year and your second rounder for next year. Or just, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll package it. They'll end up with, like, four first-round picks next year or something crazy. I mean, that's what they did last year. And, like, they, they've <sighs> just been making some really savvy moves. So, beautiful kudos too. to them. Kudos to them, but uh, I love seeing it happen too. I love when teams have like multiple first round picks, regardless of the team. It's just fun. You just don't love when they're coming from your own team. Yeah, no, because <laughs> Houston having one and seven is nice. Yeah, it's real nice. It's kind of disgusting. Like, go get yourself a, a quarterback at one, and then get to do whatever you want at seven. Dude, you trade away the best defensive player, whatever, dude. Yeah, and and by the way, at this point, I I think we're we can comfortably lock in that Houston's going to get the number one overall pick. I just they they, yeah. they bench Davis Mills. They're going to play Kyle Allen this week. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're like they're in full tank mode. They, they don't give a fuck. It worries me for to win games. Nah, it worries me a little bit for Damian Pierce. I'm like, dude, last week had a no. It's just it, a, they're gonna they're tanking, so they'll be down by like like they'll be down seven late in the game. And be like. Yeah, we're running the ball. We're killing clock. Yeah, but he we only had like 12 rushing yards last week, and I was like, oof. I was like, that was rough. Yeah, I'm hoping but, it was just but a to be, fluke. But to be fair, you got Damian Pierce by trading away Mike Williams, who's done literally nothing. That's true. That's true. Oh, fuck you, Ethan. <laughs> trade was with me, you rat bastard. It was a, it was a nice trade. I remember it, taking it a risk. It was like, both of us um, took a risk. Yeah, because I was like, man, Mike, Mike Williams is kind of balling out. I was like, but I need a running back a little bit. Damien Pierce is the answer. And he has been so far. It's all right. I, I got week. New Hopkins back, and so we've been good. Oh, been good. I wanted to tell you, dude, guess what? Do you know how every week I either go three and one or one and three, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I, had, I had the one week where I went two and two. Yes. This was the first week in my life where I went, I won in every week. You had a nice four and a week. I went four and zero, dude. Bro, nice. Mainly because three of the four leagues I have Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. <laughs> it's just yeah, we're not, not going to talk about one of those leagues because you stomped my ass, dude. It's well, it's because I, I only ended up with those guys because in both of my leagues I had the last pick, and so I was like, yep. well, yeah, I went back to back receivers and I got Diggs and Adams in both leagues. So I was like. This is the best play for me. I was like, well, what's funny is that the league that you kicked my ass in is the only league you don't have digs in. <laughs> oh, is it really? Because I have them. Oh, okay. I wonder who I took them. Was it? Um, that would have been my guard. No, I, in my league, I have them. I have digs and Adams. Are you talking about no, this Mitch's, Mitch's league? league? Oh, you okay. Didn't in. You didn't play me in uh, your league. You played me Okay. League. Yeah, that, that was because you're... I have Josh yeah, Allen. Austin Eckler and Travis Kelsey. Like you trade, well, you trade, you, you, I'm sorry, you had the first overall pick and you made the bold decision to go get your boy, Austin Eckler. That's right. Which is looking real nice. Boy, has it paid off. Mm. It's looking pretty nice. And Um, rumor has it, 
you've got an even a stronger affinity for him. Yeah. So I found this out, right? This is what I found about Austin Eckler, right? This is why I love the dude and why he'll, he, I picked him one and why I'll probably pick him one again next year if I end up in that spot and why he'll finish RB1. This dude does fantasy football. A lot of players do. But this dude had the number one pick in two leagues and he took himself. As you should. As you should, yeah. And he also... It should be a requirement depending on who's in the league that you take yourself with the first over, with yeah. the first round pick. Like, obviously that won't work for like defensive players or offensive linemen, but if you're playing, if it's like Eckler and like a bunch of other running backs throughout the league that he's in, uh, that he's doing fantasy football with, you should be required to take yourself. Yeah. And then in another league, he had like a late pick and he traded up to the number three pick, hoping to get him, but he went number one. So he had to take Derrick Henry instead. But he was like, I'm shooting for myself, man. Like, but I love it. I'm like, dude, what is that? What a, that's dope. Because, you know, this man's putting up fantasy points because this man knows he needs the fantasy points. <laughs> you know what? A guy who bets on himself like that, I got nothing but respect for it. Right? I was like, dude, what a baller, man. I was like, I love it. Good on, good on you, Eck. My guy. My guy. My guy. You know what? Not a, do- not a, not a dog award winner. But a dog, nonetheless. Just, just a dog. Just a he's dog, just, man. He's just a dog, 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 dog. Gosh, Austin Eckler. He leads the league in, in in fantasy points, and he always has a bunch of catches and, and rushing touchdowns. Dog. Austin Eckler took his... himself number one in fantasy. Dog. <laughs> can't quite get the. Uh, he's a baseball player, but he came over and helped us on the football team. <laughs> we can't quite get that that energy, but like that's kind of yeah. what I was going for. Oh gosh, I love it. Dude, represent I him. And he's like, I mean, he's like one of the strongest guys on the team too. How can you not? It's that? disgusting. Like it's he's like, like that man squats. Eleven. That yeah. man squats, bro. Dude, him and Nick Chubb are like just like freak athletes. Like get those two together. Can we? Can we just have them do like a squat competition? I think Nick would probably destroy him, but I think Austin. Eckler I would, think you're you're underrating Eck, but I do think I might be. Him. But I know Chubb put like. That 695. Man yeah, that man, disgusting. that man bends the bar on the reg. Like, that's how much he's what. But I think, I think Nick beats him in squats by a good bit, but I think Eckler probably beats him in bench press. I can see that. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't he, think that's he's like He's like a sneaky kind of like, holy shit, this guy just benched 450. Like, whoa. You're like, this guy weighs a buck 90. You're like, what? You know, like, I remember there were, what does Eck weigh? Probably like 210, 215. Oh, no. we're, we're, this is I'm, not the most important thing I'm going to do today. Yeah, but we're curious. Also is. I'm going to go Eckler weighs 216, Chubb weighs 233. Uh, ESPN. You want ESPN or you want me to go directly to like the team page? Doesn't matter. I'm going to go to the team page because I feel okay. like that's going to be more, like more accurate. Yeah, like I don't think I'm going to get uh, super good knowledge from um, I don't think I'm going to get super accurate information from ESPN because I think they just kind of they're mostly like rounding that's, that's probably they true. list him at 510 200 dude okay so I was 15 16 pounds over not bad what did you say for Chubb um, I know he's 510 um, 233 it's probably like actually like 227 Nick Chubb is listed at 5'11", 227. Dude, I literally, did you hear me? 
I literally go, I said 233, but I'm like, he'll probably be listed like 227. Gosh. You locked in 233, though. Bro. I did lock in 233, man. That's fine. I can't give you full credit. We'll, we'll have credit. We'll have credit. Who do you okay. think wins in a 100 meter dash? My money's on Nick Chubb. I think Chubb. It, I mean, Chubb was like a track we can, prodigy we can in high look, school. We can look that up because I'm pretty sure both of them would have like a mock draftable. But I remember. Oh, we don't know what Eck ran. Oh my God. And actually, we may not know what Chubb ran. Um, you know, uh, no, he ran a 40 yard dash 4.52. That's slower than I thought. Yeah, that is slower than I thought. But he was in track, dude. Did you, did you see his track pictures in high school? Eckler ran, um, I think it's an unofficial 4.43. Okay. So it's about a second faster. Not a second, but... A tenth of a second. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever see that picture of Nick Chubb in high school where he's like in, in a track meet jumping and he's like seven feet in the air, just like casually with his knees up? Looking it up right now, I have to. It's uh, he also looks like a rat, fucking thirty year old. What, <laughs> dude? He's just like jumping to stretch. <laughs> he's like six feet in the air, and it looks so casual his, to him too. His, his feet are at someone else's are, head. Yes. What, dude? And it's just like he's just casually, dude. If I'm in a in an opponent, right, and I look over to my left and I see that. I'm walking out. Like, I'm just going to be like, fucking word. I'm not winning this shit. This dude just put his feet up to my head with a jump. Like, there's no way I win this. And he's... And he's like, built like, like a fucking brick shit house. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's a picture of him actually running from the same meet. And there's, like, a little skinny dude next to him who looks like he's about a couple inches shorter, so let's say 5'9". Yeah. And he probably weighs, like, 150. And Nick Chubb is just there, like, like, what? It, I don't even remember the the metaphor. Dude, term, he looks like, like a, but he just he's just like he he has no neck. He's dude, no. so fucking he's all traps, dude. He's no, there's no neck. Okay, what if Nick Chubb wasn't a running back? Imagine he was like a linebacker just coming at you. Oh my god, right. Dude, he'd lay the wood, bro. Dude, it'd be like some Brian Urlacher shit or like some fucking Patrick Willis, you know? So here's, here's the thing. Like, Nick looks like a fucking muscle hamster or whatever the fuck that... <laughs> um, but he still has nothing on the Bo Scarborough. Do you remember seeing him uh, in don't, his high school photo? Up. Just look at Bo Scarborough High School. That man clearly has a 401k three children um, been oh working gosh. at, been working at like, you know, the local um, mom and pop shop for 30 years. Dude. Holy, he's got three kids, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, this dude has a 401k and he's supposed That's to be 18. Insane, what? Dude. It's remember, insane. remember uh, the Sean Oakman memes at Oregon? Yes, dude. No, no, Baylor. Baylor. Baylor yeah. Baylor. That's right. Dude. God, holy shit, dude. It's disgusting, isn't it? Oh, do you know what? I don't know why this random click, but dude, hey, Kirk Cousins primetime got it done, dude. We didn't give him enough street cred. Yeah. We didn't just, give him it just pops cred. up in my head, but Kirk Cousins primetime, baby, got it done. On Thursday. This is we're talking we're 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 talking the, the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game. Just just for context for everyone. 
got it done. Eight and two. Man, our guy. That's our impressive. guy, Kirk Thuggins. That's right. They have like a four-game lead. Game. They have like a four-game lead in the division, don't they? It's pretty massive, yeah. Yeah. You think, I wonder, they probably have the biggest lead of any division. Well, yeah. yeah. AFC South's got a big lead. So does AFC West. They are. One game lead for Buffalo. One game lead for Baltimore. Three, three game, game lead, lead for Tennessee. Tennessee. And, well, two and a half. Kansas I should City. say two and a half game. Yeah. Because we've got the, uh, the tie. You got a three game lead for the Chiefs. Uh, three game lead for the One Chiefs. game for the Eagles. One and a half. Oh, game. the Vikings are nine and two. Dude, yeah, they have legit have like a five game lead. Yeah. And by the way, Eagles are one and a half because they have not played this week. We're that oh, that's nice. right. Dude, uh, that is game yeah. for Tampa. That's yeah. They, they have the biggest lead. Five game, pretty dude. Margin, bro. Dude, they're pretty much a lock in to win the division. Yeah, they're cooking. They, oh. they would literally have to lose out at this point to, to win the division. Yeah. And I just don't think that happens. No. There's no chance. Like that team is just, they look good right now. But like that game against Dallas was bad, but you have those games, you know? Just like the Eagles had against the Commanders. They almost won, but man, it was not a good game by them. They played, it was an ugly play. A win is a win is a win. When is a win is a win. Hey, you ready to talk some Thanksgiving dishes, dude? I am. All right, cool. I, I so not only did, so I had to do this for my own like my own brain. I had to be like, okay, what am I defining each of these things to be? I did this. So I had to like put that in parentheses so that way when I'm explaining it, I didn't just say it and you'd be like, okay, so how did you get there? Yeah, I got you. I did did the same thing, dude. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. You ready? Okay. So what we did was we took, I think it's like, let's see, one, two, three, like 12, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 Thanksgiving dishes. And our goal was to compare the dishes to players or teams on how they're playing this year, not all time. I cheated a little bit, so I'm so sorry. I did too. But it's how they're playing how they're playing this year, not all time or in the past or anything like that. It's how they're playing this year. We compare them to those Thanksgiving dishes. Do you want to start? I'll start. I'll start. Let's I want to just go down my list. I, if that works. So it might be a little out of order for you. So I apologize in advance for that. Let's start with Turkey. Okay. I'm ready for it. What does Turkey do, Sam? Turkey's the star. It is the we star have of complete views. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This, this is what I want. This is what I want. This you're gonna love mine so much. Okay. See, I have turkey as the star. It's it's the face of Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm taking the face of the NFL, Pat Mahomes. Okay. Thank turkey. Turkey puts you to sleep. What team puts you to sleep? Oh shit! Okay. The Broncos put you to sleep, dude. I love this so much. The Broncos are Let's turkey, go. bro. <laughs> that's so good right i i because oh, so i good. did have the chiefs as turkey because it's like it's the main it's the main it's the, you know it's the star of the show mm-hmm. but i was like dude what is turkey puts me to sleep broncos are fucking garbage this year they didn't put me to sleep dude, um, i fucking love that okay okay <laughs> this is gonna be so fun because I, I think we're gonna go totally different directions on everything not just in terms might, of like our answers yeah. but also just like our entire thought processes okay so next, I'm going to go with mashed potatoes. Okay. So I have that as the under-discussed star. Okay. I think mashed potatoes, personally for me, are the best Thanksgiving dish. 
I okay. I don't think mashed potatoes are the best because I'm a meat guy. So my best is like, I, I think the best is ham. Now, so like not an entree. I think mashed potatoes, yeah, definitely is the best. But I put, so I have to do mashed potatoes and gravy together because it makes sense, okay. right? So mashed potatoes is my homes, right? Mashed potatoes is great without gravy. It, it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. You put a little gravy, Travis Kelsey, on your mashed potatoes, it makes it one of the best oh, things ever, right? Man. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. Um, I'll be honest, as I was looking there, I really didn't put something down for gravy. So I that's fine. Out there. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to have to think of it on the spot. What I have for mashed potatoes, the under-discussed star, and they're not necessarily under-discussed, but the way I'm thinking about it is the, the superstar that's not going to win MVP isn't going to come close. And that's Tyreek Hill. That's true. He's not going to win MVP because he's not a quarterback, but he is a stud. I like That's it. the way I was looking at it. So... Gravy, we're gonna have to come back to this for me. <laughs> I have gravy. The, the, the thought process I wanted to have for gravy is brings everything together. That's kind of how mine was. It's with the, the binding agent of everything. Yeah. Like you can, you can have it with the turkey, you know, with the mashed potatoes. I haven't figured out what I want there, you know? That's okay. Did you like that Mahomes Kelsey oh, right there? That, that, was, that was nice, right? That was real nice. Oh, um, yeah. <sighs> gravy, gravy, gravy. Uh, bring, come back to me. We'll come back to it. We'll okay. Back. You want to move on to, let's do ham. You want to do ham? Okay. So I think ham is the best dish, hands down Thanksgiving. I think it's the king. Who else is the king? King Henry, bro. Give me Derek Henry for ham. I like it. I like it. So ham is not a regular dish at Thanksgiving for me. So if I'm with my yeah. family, it is not there. If I'm with like, as I've done in the past, if I'm with like, uh, uh, a significant other's family, they do ham. Yeah. Okay? It's so, more common on Christmas. Yes. So I kind of have it as a surprise star. Okay. It, it is a star I love dish, this, dude. but you don't necessarily have it at all times. So it's kind of like, so when you see it, you're like, oh, this is a surprise. It's exciting. I put Matthew Jude on. Leading the league in sacks. Oh, that's true. Surprisingly? Yeah. It's not, it's not your, your TJ Watt. It's not your Miles Garrett. It's not Micah Parsons. It's Matthew, Matthew Judon. Judon. Dude, I like it. Dude, I love this. is so much fun. This is this is going exactly as I expected, which Dude. means that it's not going anything like I expected. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do let's do the rolls. Dude, let's that's what I was gonna say. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So I had the rolls. I just I put it as pure fatness. It's just like we're in the same so good. It's just yummy. It's fat. It's beautiful. Eagles O line. Oh, okay. because I want to talk like about that. the Christmas album more, bro. Dude. I love it, dude. That did that album. I'm gonna have to buy it. Just hands on like vinyl. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my rolls, right? Rolls, I think rolls, right? It's a lot of calories right there, right? It's sneaky. It's sneaky how many calories it adds up. Like they make you full and you don't even realize it, right? And they're sneaky about it. And also, this was before the Bills just won. The Dolphins were sneaky about it, about sneaking into first place. Now this doesn't look great because the bills are now back in first place, but That's I had these picked the out. I had these picked out before games. Thanksgiving, but yeah. the rolls sneaking the way into first. The rolls, dolphins sneaking the way into first place. I like it. Okay, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go back to gravy. Let's go. Bringing everything together, but when I say everything, I'm talking about the pod. I'm going to talk about this pod with us. It's Zach Wilson. That's so true. 
The dog award. The dog award. That's right. There's there's someone off who the field. Brings, Zach Wilson. <laughs> there's probably someone who brings the pod together more than Zach Wilson. But I saved them for another one. Don't okay. you worry. Don't you worry, big dog. All right. I put I so I did corn slash corn casserole because you know some can you some families can you categorize like cornbread in there? Yes. Okay, yes. Cool. A corn I have a good related one. dish. You're gonna love this. Okay. So I have corn. I I went with corn casserole specifically, and I said it's either awesome or terrible. Nothing in between. Okay. Kirk Thuggins. Kirk Thuggins. I love it. I said. I went with cornbread. You can never finish corn. You can never finish it, right? Who else can never finish? Justin Fields. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Justin You're Fields. Right, but that's yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. We love you, Justin. But this year you haven't been able to finish. You've lost by like one point, like seven times. But not really. But you know. It's so true. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm rooting for him, though. We're, we're rooting. I, yeah, no, we're rooting for him. But I think in this category, I'm like, he, 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 fits. he fits. Yeah. He fits. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump to, I have pumpkin pie next, but we don't have to go to pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is, you want to save it or you want to do yeah. it next? That's fine. We can do it right now. Okay. Pumpkin pie. I have pumpkin pie is overrated. It's not I'm mine. Pie guy. And I'm not a big pie guy. Personally. I'm not either. I'm not a big pie guy either. So I went with, I went with a player that I think is overrated. And that is, Tua Tungavailoa. I think Tua is a good player. I don't want this to come off like I don't like Tua. But the people are talking about him being like MVP Tua. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Good player. He's a top 10-ish quarterback. Top 12, maybe. Or definitely top 12, maybe top 10. You know what's so crazy? We're talking about him like he's like, people are talking about him like he's like the number one or two quarterback in the NFL. It's like, dude, Pat because, is running away with this. This is stupid. Yeah, it's because of the ESPN and like sports center expert analysis. They literally have him as I think, air quotes. Yeah. I think they have him as a like, legit top four, top five front runner for MVP. That team you, is good, but it's if you like, take away Tyree Kill, dude, he's not gonna no, he's not gonna be in the discussion anymore. Like correct. correct. And then that, that makes me be like, you know what? Tyreek is more worthy of the MVP. You know what I mean? Preach so, brother. Preach. So for my pumpkin pie, I'm also not a pie guy, but pumpkin pie is very appealing to me. Like it looks delicious. I think it's it's a beautiful dish, right? But it's just meh. And I think Jimmy G is very beautiful, but he's just meh. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is so perfect. I love this so much. Dude, as soon as you brought this up, like we're doing it, I was on it, bro. I spent probably an hour going over it, and I was just like, who is this? Who is this? Boom. You're going to love him, dude. The next one, if we're doing cranberry sauce, we're doing you're going to love it. We're doing cranberry. Okay. Okay. Great. So cranberry sauce. It should be criminal, okay? It just shouldn't be evolved in Thanksgiving. And who else should be a criminal? Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was not going to go there, but that's so perfect. Okay, I have, I, I put cranberry sauce. My, my description of it is pun it to the moon. Just get it out of there. There's yeah. no, one, no one wants that shit. Okay. Roger Goodell. I like it. Roger, I love get, it. Get him the fuck out of there. I love it. He's, he's not a good commissioner. I don't hate him as much as I used to, but I still hate him. He's, get him out of there. He's, Understandable. Like, no, one, no one likes him. Yeah. No one likes him. Except for the some, like, we want like some Adam Silver type shit, you know? Yes, exactly. For the NFL. Exactly. Make it fun, man. You got uh, green bean casserole next? Yeah, we can do green bean casserole next. Okay. You lead this one off. Okay, okay, cool. So I have it as 
it's good, but it's not for me. I'm not a green bean guy, but it's I know it, me. But people, but people that love it, love it. Okay. I put Bill Belichick. Not he's for a you. really good coach, but he's not for me. Yeah. I like that. I can, I want to I want to give him some love. He deserves but it. He's it's just like, not your forte. Yeah, yeah. But he like his style of coaching, the way that he does press conferences, like it's not for me. I want, I want a guy with some personality. Dude, yeah. He's a good coach. Like Mike McDaniels has grown on me, bro. I can't get it. I know. I know. I can't. The, the two are things hard. I think next year, maybe the year, we, we become like a Mike McDaniels okay. account, you know? I'm open to the idea. I'm okay. Open to the idea. So for green bean casserole for me, I think it's overrated. I just, I'm, I'm, I like green beans alone. I don't like it with all that shit. I think it's overrated. I also think fantasy football wise, I don't know why, and, and people keep talking about him. It's a generational talent, Kyle Pitts. Right? Like, there was, there's so much talk about Kyle Pitts this year. He's clearly overrated. I know he has an injury now. And now I don't they're know like, necessarily him. That's the problem. Yeah, that's not him. But I'm saying, like, fantasy football wise, they're like, Kyle Pitts is it, man. And you're like, he's just not it right now. Like, talking about too much. And now they're going to be like, oh, his injury set him back, you know, and next year it's going to be Kyle Pitts is taking him in the third round. And you're like, we're in the same fucking situation. And I'll happily let whoever wants him take him in the third round and I'll go get yeah. AJ Brown who is yeah. going in the third round. This exactly. Year, you know I mean, exactly. So I'm going okay. green bean casserole. Kyle Pitts. Respect. Respect. Um, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I said rare item. It's not at, like, again, like ham. It's Don't not at every see meal. It. Yeah. It's not at every meal. But it is always so good. Dude, it's always. So I went with a rare breed of a player. DK Metcalf. I, dude, I knew it was coming. As soon as you said rare breed, I'm like, there's no other freak athlete like DK. He's just like, just look at that guy. That guy's got like 17. He has like a 17 pack. It's he, disgusting. He, really does. he runs like a four, three, one. And he's like six foot four and 240 pounds. It's something. disgusting. It's, he's, he's a freak of nature. I love DK Metcalf so much. Yeah. I like it. That's that's he's he's mac and cheese. You know what I mean. He's mac and cheese. My mac and cheese is a player you've already listed because I think what mac and cheese is one of the best dishes ever. Right? We have it every Thanksgiving. I think it's one of the best dishes. Who's been one of the best this year? Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. Yep. Yep. Amen. Mm. Amen. Uh, I have two more that we have not done because I did both the ones that uh, you reminded me we needed. Yeah. Do you want stuffing or deviled eggs? Stuffing. You want stuffing. Okay. You're going to love the last one. You're going to love my last one. This is going to be <laughs> in my crossover. <laughs> in my crossover. <laughs> All right. I have stuffing as an elite item, but has some really terrible showings. You can mess that bad boy up. Yeah, like, that's true. But it You're should sure. be an elite item. Aaron Rodgers. I like that. That's a perfect fit, especially how he's playing this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude. You know he's elite. Yeah. He's just not looking like it right now. Yeah. Okay, so I guess growing up in my household, I don't know why, I feel like stuffing has been very underrated and it's not appreciated much because of its appeals, right? It doesn't look like an appealing dish, so it's very underrated. And Geno Smith has been very underrated his whole career. And I think he still is getting underrated for what he's doing right now in Seattle. deserves a lot of praise. You know, I'm a, I'm a big Geno Smith guy. He's not done writing back, guys. Mm-mm. He's still writing back. He ain't right back, though. <laughs> All right. The grand finale. Grand finale. Wasn't going to include him. 
But it's funny that you you brought them up because I don't remember seeing them at previous Thanksgivings. Yeah. I saw them this year. Dude. Deviled I mean, eggs. Nostra Shaman. Nostra Shaman, that shit, bro. Deviled eggs. I have, my description of that is, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. And who else is fucking Ryan Tannehill. Let's go, dude. Let's yeah. go. It's Ryan fucking Tannehill. I do Get not fuck, fuck with deviled eggs. I do not fuck with deviled eggs. I do not fuck with Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Brian, I hope your family's doing wonderful. Um, yeah, I really hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, you were, you didn't have to play, so I hope you're at home. Had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. Kids are beautiful. They're doing wonderful things. Um, fuck you, sir. <laughs> like that Padres guy at the Dodgers game where he was like, <laughs> just flips, like high five everybody, and then he just goes, fuck you. <laughs> It's to the Dodgers fan that's directly in front of me. He's like, he's like looking around, like doing the high fives. And then he just sees the Dodgers fan. It's just like a moment of pause where he just stares at the guy. And then he just like loads up the middle finger and brings it out. And the Dodgers guy is just like, what the fuck do I do? What? (laughs) Dude. So perfect. I love that gift so much. I'm so pumped that we both have the same thing for deviled eggs. Cause listen, I I love hard boiled eggs. I almost had Ryan Tannehill. For cranberry sauce, I almost did it. I'm glad you did. But then I was, but then I was like, see, cranberry sauce is still a staple. Yeah. Double eggs not a staple. I don't want I like Ryan Tannehill to be a staple. That's right. Um, I actually like feel that. even better about my Roger Goodell thing because he is a staple of the NFL. He's the commissioner, dude. Look at that, full circle. But I, I love though that like we just we thought of the same thing right there. Like we man. went totally different on everything. Like dude, totally look, different direction right from the get go. Turkey. Turkey is the star of the show. Turkey puts me to sleep. <laughs> From the get-go, we were, we were like, we're not even going to be close to a line. Yeah. And no. then when it comes to deviled eggs. Full circle, bro. Boom. Dude, I just like, nail it. I love hard-boiled eggs. I'll eat hard-boiled eggs all day, right? Hard-boiled eggs are great. As soon as you start mixing that shit with mustard and mayonnaise, dude, I'm out, bro. I'm out. Mm. Deviled eggs suck. Like when Jess was making them this They're not a Thanksgiving right? dish. Get them out of there. <laughs> Jess was making them uh, this past Thanksgiving and she had you I, know, I, like Jess the, I hope you made wonderful deviled eggs I, 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 I take it all back <laughs> so she, no I tell her I told her I'm like I don't fuck with deviled eggs I'm like no like not a chance I don't care who you are I'm not eating that shit even my mom makes really good deviled eggs from every, what everybody else says but when Jess was making them I was like give me just like the shells of the eggs like the little right before you put the deviled egg part on it I'm like just give me the egg I'm, I'll just eat a whole bunch of those just boom but man, like it just looks disgusting. The yellow gunk, dude. Oh, not, I'm not vibing with it. No, fuck deviled eggs. Fuck Grand Tannehill. <laughs> dude, that is so fucking great. I love that shit. We, this is in the pod right here, man. <laughs> I, I don't even know that we need to do anything. You can't top it. You can't top it. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm pulling up. Uh, I'm pulling up our list and like, oh, you know what? I did have one other thing. I said I was going to talk about it before the pod. Okay. You gave some love to Jacoby Brissett. I did. Mid, oh, yes. Awards and now the Browns are three and seven. Brown, you, you, you're very upset about the Browns being three and seven because you're a good fan. You, know, you love yeah. your team. Realistically, and this is a hard question because this is basically what, how I'm asking it is going to make it sound like I'm directly blaming Jacoby for the losses. And it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. 10 games in, if they had Deshaun the entire season, what is their record? Uh, I Let's think go game by game. Let's go game by game just to, uh, just to run, run it through. 
So they have a win against the Panthers in week one, 26-24. Yeah. Lose to the Jets in week two, 31-30. I, I think that's a win. Okay. Win against the Steelers, 29-17. Lost to the Falcons, 23-20. I lost think, to the Chargers, 30-28. to I think they win to the Falcons, lose to the Chargers. So. Okay. Uh, lose to the Patriots 38 15. I don't think that game fucking mattered. No, quarterback. I think they were still losing. Uh, lost at the Ravens 23 20. I think that was, I think that's, that's still a loss. I think they okay. split it, if anything. Uh, beat the Bengals 32 13. Loss at the Dolphins 39 17. Loss versus the Bills at home 31. Well, neutral site. Yeah. 31 23. I'd put them at five and five. You think, you think they just get two games? I think they, they would win the Jets and the Falcons just because the way the Jets defense was playing at that time wasn't the greatest at their plan now. And the Falcons, it's the Falcons, right? So I think definitely more points should have been put up. You but don't I think, think the Chargers get they could have helped that? No, um, just curious. I th- you can tell me no. I, I'm just, I'm, again, I'm just posing the question. I don't think so because I think that was before they lost J.C. Jackson, I think, right? And they still had Bosa. So I think it still would have been just as challenging maybe for Deshaun. Let me take a look, see? I'll give you, I'll get you that info. Thankfully, uh, with NFL games, they actually keep track of defensive stats, so I can actually nice. find that information. Yes, JC played. And, and Bosa, right? Bosa did not. Oh, he that... didn't record anything, so okay. one would assume he didn't play. Hmm. I don't know. I just think regardless of that quarterback gets run, we clearly don't have it figured out against the Chargers. And that I think that loss against the Chargers, that was that was literally Stefanski's fault. Yeah, you've been very uh very upfront about your feelings about Stefanski. And and looking at this game, we're set 21 of 34, 230, one touchdown, one pick. That and pick the was game, that pick game was the last was, yeah, yeah, that's right. And the running game was playing. Chubb, 17 for 134. Hunt, 11 for four, uh, 47. Jacoby, 3 for 32. Yeah, but during that game, right, there was that drive to try to get into position for a field goal. We had a yep. minute something left. First two plays were pass, incomplete. And then I was like, well, what are we doing here? And then they threw the pick, I'm pretty sure. But it was like... Actually, actually. Right? It was an interception. The interception came with... <laughs> About three minutes left in the game. Okay, so that's that. That part is kind of interesting. I thought I thought it was the end of the game. So just to, to cover it, uh, with nine and a half to go in the game, Chargers kick what ended up being the game-winning field goal. They go up thirty to twenty-eight. Um, Browns have a six-minute and forty-five-second drive where they get to the um, Chargers the nine. And uh, Brissett throws a pick in the end zone that was returned 18 yards to the Chargers 17. The Chargers then have a turnover on downs at their own 46 with one minute and 13 seconds left. And then Cleveland does two passes, I'm pretty sure. Cleveland passes the ball for uh, incomplete, passes the ball for 10 yards to get a first down. They're at the Chargers 35. Hunt for no gain. Deep pass to uh, DPJ, incomplete. Deep pass to DPJ incomplete, and then Cade York misses the 54 yeah. yard field. Those, those deep passes, Cade York, dude, at that game, Nick Chubb was going crazy. Like, he you was were averaging you six were, point something yards a carry. Had you not? Why are you giving the ball to yeah. Hunt? And why are you throwing deep balls to DPJ? Dude, you're, you were in field goal position with a 58 yarder. So you want to get a little bit better. 
I understand maybe some, some checkdowns would have been fine with me. But Nick Chubb, who's running six and a half a carry, averaging, give it to Nick Chubb. Let him run down the clock. Let's run down that clock. Let's kick a 45-yard field goal now. That changes so the you, game. So you're saying, in your opinion, that game is, you lost that game not because of Reset, but because of Stefanski, so you're not flipping that game. I think I'm stuck because that interception was with three minutes left. And it was just that whole drive. Maybe Deshaun doesn't have that interception. But. So five and five or six and four is basically what we're saying. They're, they're, yeah. in, they're in the playoff hunt. They're in the playoff hunt. Okay. That's, that's all, I was, uh, all I wanted to kind of figure out. I wanted to see where you, where you sat on that aspect of it. Um, because we, this is our last week without Watson playing. And we're going to cover that more as we get into the next pod uh, where we dive into Watson's going to be back. And his homecoming game. <laughs> and he's going to be in Houston for it. And I'm disgusted by it. I'm, I, you know, honestly, I'm disgusted with myself because I did pick him up in a fantasy league. Oh, I picked him up in like three, dude. <laughs> and if you look, but if you, but if you look at the playoffs though, for fantasy, he has good matchup. He plays Atlanta and Pitt during week 16 and 17. He wouldn't like, play Atlanta. He wouldn't play Atlanta. They already did. Oh, they don't? Oh, okay. Who yeah, because they, they already played Atlanta. Oh, no, they play... I think they play Washington and New Orleans, if I'm not wrong. The... Let me, let me go back here. They play... Week 16, New Orleans. Week 17, Washington. And week 18 is Pitt. If so, you have a week 18 for fantasy. Yeah, and if a you lot, do, a lot you're wrong. Start in week, a lot of them start in week 14. So you're been through like week 17. So you're talking like Bucks, sorry, no, Bengals, Ravens, Saints, Commanders. Sorry. I Bucks think and, Bucks is the last game without him. Yeah. Texans is the first game back. Um, I think week 14, 15, since this was his first couple games back and they're huge divisional games, he doesn't have a great fantasy game. So I just don't play him for those. But week 16 against New Orleans, who has not been great, I think he's got, he could help. He could help your if you're struggling at quarterback and that's all. He could possibly help your team go to a championship, you know. Um, if you have one week playoffs, and then Washington, it's a hit or miss with Washington. So depends on who I have at quarterback for week seventeen. Whoever has the better matchup will probably get the start. But yeah, or or it just depends on how Deshaun plays when he comes back. But we'll see. I'm, let me look at Deshaun. I want to pull up Deshaun's stats from the last time he played. So, because he didn't play at all in 2021, it's been he forever. Only played. Watch him be dog shit, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I don't want. And him. we're paying him like 50, also, 45. But I also, I also want him to be a little decent, just so, um, just so that I can potentially profit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up, isn't it? Dude, I'm, um, okay. His end to the year, his last, so he lost the last five games he played in 2020. That's a great start. Um, he had 341 yards passing against Indy uh, and one interception, no touchdowns, but also 38 yards rushing and a touchdown. And then against Chicago, God, they got blown out by Chicago. Holy shit. Uh, 219 yards, one touchdown, no picks, 38 yards rushing. Not a terrible Indy game. Indy again, 373 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and then 25 yards rushing. It's a pretty Not nice a, game. Yeah, yeah. Lost to the Bengals here, 324, three touchdowns, no picks, and 38 yards rushing. That's a pretty good game stat-wise, too. 
And then they lost their final regular season game to the Titans, 365 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, and then 12 yards rushing. That's not bad stats, honestly. No, no, you can work with that. And then his... I mean, uh, in the end, in the end... The NFC Championship game. With, well, no, they, 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 this is the year that they went 4-12. and 12. Oh, okay, okay. So any year where they went 4-12 and 12 and he played every, every game, he had 4,800 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, seven picks, um, 40, 444 yards rushing, and three touchdowns. Okay. You can work with that. Yeah, you can work I with mean, that. I mean, fantasy-wise, you're talking about that being, let's see, that's like 44 points uh, for the rushing plus 18. So you're talking about like 62 points in the rushing game. He had, he had a pretty good season passing the ball. So yeah. You can work with because he wasn't taking a lot of negatives. And this, yeah, only seven picks. Yeah, the only thing this doesn't track is fumbles. I'm sure he maybe had two at max. Let me look at the entirety of the season here. He had four in 2020. That's kind of a lot, but he only lost one. Okay, only lost one. He had six in 2019. So. Do with that what you will. Speaking of fumbles, Melvin Gordon's released. Oh, yeah. This was a weird week where, where a whole bunch of players got let go. Yeah. It was kind of wild. Like, um, so Gordon got released. Who signed with the Jaguars? It was another running back. Uh, I was looking that though. up. I don't think it was Gordon. See here. Um, Daryl Henderson. That's who it was. Oh, okay. That's right. Daryl Henderson got released by the Rams and then was immediately picked up by the Jaguars on waivers. I don't know why he was even let go. I know, right? Trade him away if you want to get rid of him. Gosh. Trade deadlines bat uh, over. Oh, yeah. Shit. Just don't release him. Just don't release him. Did they do it to like appease Cam Akers? I don't know. But they, like were, they, were, they released point. the wrong guy. <laughs> I guess. It's just weird. I, 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 I say don't release them at all, either of them. But you put up the stats like, man, Darrell Anderson had not a significantly better season, but he was playing better than Cam Akers was. He was getting more snaps and all that too, you know? Especially early in the year. And the tough part is, is like, I want, I, you could easily just be like, well, they're just tanking because their season's over. They're three and seven. They're not a good team. But then you're like, oh, wait, their first round pick goes to the Lions. So do they really care where their picks, where their pick ends up? Exactly. They're not trying to lose games at that point. Make it make sense. Just, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, no, no. I wish I had a better explanation for you, but. Um, it is what it is, man. It you know what I want to do? Sometimes I want to take from when we started the Thanksgiving dishes all the way until we ended, and I want that whole section cut out. I want it posted, and I want it to go viral on TikTok. I think that might be a little yeah. longer with TikTok, but I like the thought process. Okay, maybe we do like the first few dishes. You ever seen that video on TikTok where the guys are talking about pop tarts? No. Okay, so I'll be You're brief. To find it for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll show you off here. We'll do it after this. Anything else for the pod? This might be our shortest episode in an hour 15. Yeah, it's not our, I don't think it's our shortest, but it's pretty <laughs> close. <laughs> Unfortunately, we, we're still going to, we, we're good for an hour. You know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No matter what. 
Our shortest episode is always going to be the uh, the solo one that I had to do. Oh yeah, because um, that was only that. like thirty five minutes or something like that. Yeah, but I don't count that in our actual bank in terms of like yeah. comparison because you weren't there. Like, yeah, it's not a good. It's not. It's not a reasonable comparison. But yeah, this is our shortest that, episode. I think we have we've got a couple shorter in the off season, but I don't know. It's, it's not important. Our draft ones that I thought were going to be pretty that quick was really were, were not. <laughs> No, that one was really long, but we had, I think we had a couple shorter off-season ones where we did like an hour, two minutes or something like that. That's fair. That's fair. We can ramble for another 15 just for, uh, <laughs> just to see sake. Just like, <laughs> like sing some elevator music, you know, just like, hmm. <laughs> no, I got I to show this video. We're going to end it. Okay. We're, we're going to end it there. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. Ethan. Sam. With peace and love. OJ. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Uh, give give Ethan some love on the social medias because the man bought a house. It's a big we deal. We did buy a house. It's a big it's deal. Been, Show him some love. It's been a busy, busy month, man. This is his supposedly last episode at the in-laws, which That's is very right. exciting. We're, we're going to have our own space. Well, not our own space. He's going to have a, <laughs> a new space in his in his new home away from his uh, in-laws. It's very exciting. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to potentially kicking that off this week. We'll see. We'll see. If the I, fucking I don't, don't want to like put it, put it out there that it's definitely happening and then it doesn't. I, I hope it does. The Wi-Fi better be turned on. I set it all up last night. I got to activate it. And they're like, there's someone at this address that can't activate it. So you need to provide a bill or something as proof of address. And I was like, I'm not going to get a bill for like two weeks, dude. And I was like, here's my deed. And then they're like, all right, it'll take like, they're like, it'll take 24 hours. And I'm like, why can't we do this shit right now? I'm like, I just sent it to you. Why can't we do it? Because it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just technical support. So I can't really help you, sir. And I was like, all right, thank you for the help. Goodbye. Thank you for the help that you didn't give. (laughs) So she did her best. You know what? Yeah, she did her best. best. It's fine. Yeah. 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 That's what I like is she's honest. I do appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. hopefully it's set up no later than Monday. I'm hoping to do it tonight if I can. So, so we'll see. TBD. We might we might have uh, Ethan in a new spot uh, this coming week. Highly and probable. Very exciting. Highly probable. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. Which by the time this releases, it might be ready to go. That's right. Look at that. Put put it into. Just you put you it guys getting that like Cyber Monday, Black Friday deals right here, two for one. Goodness gracious. Uh, Make sure to show us some love, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Show us some love. Um, Check us out on all the social media apps at the Dip Network. Again, that's where our picks are for this week. So you can keep, uh, be with us as we keep track of that. Honestly, I may may just tweet it out in future weeks. Maybe that's what I do. So that way, we have other things to like go over. I like that. Well, it's just, not not, not even, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But I just want to be able to show it. I I like that. that. Especially when we're right and like starting monster drama and shit, you know? And we're like, here's proof that we did it. I mean, it's also on the episodes too, but still. No one is going to go, like, if they're trying to like provide argument and proof, they're not going to go through and listen to a podcast to find it. They're like, I would just want the picture and when it was posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I might have just started something that I didn't intend to start. It works out perfectly. We love you guys. We love you guys. We do. We really, really do. So, uh, Make sure to check out all of our sister podcasts as well on the Dip Podcast Network and, uh, and show them the same amount of love that you show us. Give, us, give them a five-star review. Give us a five-star review. Uh, 
uh, give us some comments, give us feedback. We definitely want to hear from you guys. Um, but on that note, I think we are going to go ahead and wrap it. Unless Ethan, you have anything else that uh, you need to get off your chest? Stay safe, guys. Mm, I got one more thing to get off my chest. Cool. This is trade deadline week in fantasy. It make, is. Listen, I challenge each and every one of you make one more trade. And one maybe more. just respond to other people's texts about trades. Don't get me started. I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, I got a lot of feels on that right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Real and we're signing off. <laughs> on that note, thank you guys for listening and we will check you on the next one.